0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. In this episode, we discuss five things that you should consider when paying for a car, including interest rates, opportunity cost, cash flow, depreciation, and credit score. We're going to explain how interest rates work and the concept of opportunity cost. We'll also talk about cash flow and whether paying for your car up front would strain your finances. We're also going to discuss depreciation and how financing a car can result in owing more than it's worth. Finally, we'll explain how financing a car can impact your credit score and offer tips on how to build credit without paying any interest. Be sure to share today's episode and have a money talk about paying for your next mode of transportation. The money talking points for today's episode are, what are other ways that I could use the money that I would use to pay for a car, and two, are there cheaper alternatives to owning a car that may be beneficial for my financial life? With that in mind and those two money talking points ready to talk about, let's get right into today's episode. You know, we don't talk about money enough. It's a topic that gets ignored for some reason, even though it plays a role in everyone's day-to-day life. Well, this issue is what brought Money Talk with Skylar Fleming to reality. I know you're probably busy and don't have time to research and learn about all the things that go into personal finance, but that's where this podcast, Money Talk, comes into play. I'm your host, Skylar Fleming, and I'm here to do the research and learn all the extra stuff about personal finance for you. The goal is to simply get us talking about money, so let's get talking. Awesome. Well, there's five main points. Like I said, we're going to talk about interest rates, opportunity cost, cash flow, depreciation, and credit score. There's going to be a lot of great conversation that can come from this one. So I hope you're ready. But guess what? Cars can be very expensive, both financially and in many other ways. Driving can be very stressful and honestly bad for your health. It can also be dangerous. But in this episode, we're going to talk about the financial impacts and especially the financial opportunity cost of paying for a car with cash. Let's get right into the impact that Paying for a car with cash can have on your wallet. All right, this is going to be the longest section of this episode, so buckle up and let's go for a drive and talk about cars. There are five things that I want to discuss, like I've mentioned previously. Let's talk about interest rates first. Interest rates. If your interest rate for a new car is going to be straining for you financially, then this is probably an option you want to avoid, meaning financing. And you may want to look at paying for it in cash or saving up for a very large down payment. But interest is how much you're paying for the loan itself. That's how much the loan or the money is costing you. Let me explain it another way. So you pay a certain amount of money for a burger, right? Well, banks or credit unions give you the money that you need to pay for a car at the time that you want to buy it with the promise that you'll pay them back. But what's in it for them? The interest rate. The interest rate is the cost of the money. That's how much cost It costs you to get access to the money right now. Getting access to the money now has a few different factors that can come into play, but that's where we're going to get into opportunity cost, which is next. When you pay for a car with cash, you're losing opportunity to invest the money elsewhere. And that's where the term opportunity cost comes from. Potentially earning a higher rate of return, or if you finance a car, if you finance the car, you can then invest the cash and earn a return while still making monthly payments on the car. Whereas, if you pay for the car in cash all at once, you may not have that money available to invest. Investing the money to earn a higher rate of return than your car loan interest rate is definitely a high level thing to look at. It's not really for everyone. I wouldn't advise trying to do something like that unless the majority of your financial foundation is in order. Make sure that you have a steady budget and that you are already investing. And so you have the basics down to a science. If you're paying interest on a loan, then you're going crazy with stock picking and risky investments, you're probably going to find yourself in a big financial hole. So keep investing in simple, simple ways. Keep it super simple. But make sure you understand how to keep it simple before you try anything trickier with investment strategies or taking out debt and then investing the difference. Also, remember that no return is guaranteed. So it's possible to lose money. And then you're owing interest and your investing value is down. So it can be a tricky spot to be in. But really, opportunity cost is a conversation that really gets going when we talk about cash flow. And cash flow is up next. Cash flow, something that you really need to consider when it comes to buying a car. Do you actually have the money to pay for the car up front? Is it going to damage your emergency fund? What are the ramifications of reducing your cash holdings? What do you want to do with all that money? What if you pull it out, all of your money? So, say all your money is in a nice, safe, high yield savings account where it's earning a decent amount of money on interest. And what do you do if you pull out? All that money and put it in a depreciating asset right now. Well, what if that car gets in a crash and now your money's locked up in that way and you don't really have the money to go out and do anything else with it? Sure, you'd still owe on the car, but there's just an interesting conversation that comes up when you start using all of your cash just to pay for a vehicle. And it may be a good opportunity to keep the loan going and use the money elsewhere. So you got to make sure you consider cash flow and opportunity cost. And the other thing, like I was saying, is depreciation. Cars are known for losing value quickly. If you finance a car, you'll likely owe more on the car than it's worth for the first few years. And if you pay with cash, you won't have to worry about that. You won't have to worry about owing more than the car's value because you don't owe. And you can sell it at any time without worrying about paying off the loan or making sure you sell it for enough to pay off the loan. This is another reason that a down payment is likely a good thing to look at. You want to make sure that you're in a smart situation with your auto loans so that you don't end up underwater the whole time you're paying off the loan. Especially if you trade in vehicles and roll debt into the next vehicle. That can put you in a very bad financial situation, especially if the vehicle's in an accident and you're rolling in multiple vehicles' debt into one vehicle. Suddenly, you're definitely underwater because you're paying for two or three vehicles with this one vehicle's loan, and how in the world are you going to get enough money from insurance to pay for three vehicles when only one is crashed? Something that always comes into play when you're not paying for a car with cash is your credit score. Financing a car can be a great way to build a credit score if you're making payments on time. But if you have a poor credit score, then financing may put you in a tricky situation. You may get stuck with a high interest rate that makes vehicles more expensive for you. But I don't really like the idea of building your credit score with anything other than a regularly paid in full credit card, because then you could avoid any interest and still build your credit. So please don't go out and get an auto loan for the sake of building a credit score. If you have access to a working vehicle, use it. Don't go get an auto loan just to build your credit score. There's ways to build your credit score for free using credit cards and making sure you're taking advantage of paying off your credit cards in full so you don't have to pay any interest. So never consider taking on debt if you're going to pay interest just for the sake of building your credit score. There's ways to do it without paying interest, as I keep saying. But yes, paying on your loan on time will help your credit score. However, if you're currently paying cash for a car, it may be a better option if, than taking on a necessary debt. So if you have the opportunity, then go for it. Pay for it with cash so you don't have to take on debt. Next, let's talk about how you can use and implement some of this conversation in your financial life. So how do you actually use and implement this into your financial life? Well, a couple things to consider. I want to touch on how to consider and implement opportunity cost and how to consider and implement cash flow around the decision of getting an auto loan or paying cash for your car. Let's talk a little bit more in detail about cash flow. Well, you need to make sure you know where the money is coming from. You can't just pull it from wherever because what if it's meant for something else? Especially make sure it's not coming from your emergency fund. Do not touch your emergency fund. It's not an emergency. And it's likely if it is an emergency and you need a car, there's probably going to be alternate forms of transport where you can take a few days and relax. Take an Uber to the train and ride the train to work or something like that. Ride the bus. Take a breather. Don't pull from your emergency fund right away to pay for a car and give yourself a few days to think about it. Because if you're being quick to pay for a car with cash using your emergency fund, you might get put in a bad deal. Have a budget. Have a budget for your regular expenses and how much you're willing to spend on a car. That way you know how much you can actually afford. That's the whole definition of cash flow. But plan for additional expenses. Add a good amount to your budget for your car for taxes and other crap that gets thrown on that you can't seem to get rid of. But Make sure you plan for additional expenses because they're gonna happen, unfortunately. It's just the way that it happens when you buy a car. But negotiate and try to get more bang for your buck. Talk them down, do nothing but talk them down. They'll come down if they really wanna sell the car, but have that point that you're comfortable taking it. But don't compromise on your other financial goals. If you're really set on doing something with maybe a vacation in a year or two, don't take that money, don't touch it, just leave it there. Figure out another way to pay for the car. Try an alternate form of transportation, but let's talk about opportunity cost. Some of the other things you could do other than pay for a car is invest the money, pay off other debt, save for an emergency fund. If you don't have an emergency fund, you need to get an emergency fund, save for future goals. And another opportunity cost is just consider, do you really need a car? Give it a shot without it. See if it's possible. Do the research to say, Hey, what does my day-to-day look like? And do I need a car to do that? Look at cheaper alternatives like public transit, electric scooters, electric bikes, electric maybe tricycles if you're uncomfortable riding a bike. There's a lot of other alternatives out there and especially if you're only going short trips, an electric bike or an electric tricycle could do wonders for you and that's all you need. If your work is close or you can get to work via bus, take that. It's going to save you a ton of money if you can avoid paying for the car altogether. But next, let's talk about the money talking points. The first money talking point is what are other ways that I could use the money that I would use to pay for a car? And this is a question that you got to consider for yourself. Honestly, right now, say let's say you have an auto loan already. That's a really low interest rate because you bought it a year ago when interest rates were still lower. But now interest rates are coming way up and an ally savings account is paying more than your auto loan in terms of interest. Like Your interest rate on your auto loan is lower than the interest rate you're earning at your bank or your high yield savings account. You could just instead of paying extra on the car if you have a lot left and can't pay it off right now, consider putting that extra payment into a savings account because you're going to earn more interest that way. And that's a guarantee if it's in a high yield savings account. So that's one way to look at it. That's an opportunity cost. But I want you to think through this one. And then leave a comment whether it's in the Facebook or Instagram post or in the show notes there on Spotify, there should be a Q&A section where you can leave some feedback about the episode. Let me know what other ways you could use money it you would use to pay for a car if you're not paying for a car. The second money talking point. Are there cheaper alternatives to owning a car that may be beneficial to my financial life? I've covered this one already and I just recently bought an e-bike and it's been beneficial to my physical health, to my mental health, my well-being, I enjoy it a ton, but also to my financial life because now we don't have to maintain one more car, we don't have to get gas in it, we don't have to use an extra car and if it wasn't already a really old car that we don't need to sell because it's not worth a lot. We could sell it and then we're down to one car. So there's definitely cheaper alternatives to owning a car that could be beneficial to a whole world of things, whether it's stress from driving, but particularly your financial life. It could save you a lot of money if you don't have to pay for a car regularly, both in terms of maintenance and an auto loan payment. But let's wrap up today's episode next. I'm a huge fan of looking at opportunity cost. Sit down and write down all the things that you could do with that money instead, or apply that conversation to other decisions you have to make in your life. Looking at the opportunity cost can help you see things through an entirely new lens. But I think we need to consider more than just the cost of purchasing something. What else could you do with the money? What are goals that you already have set aside with the money? What are alternatives? How could the money be used elsewise? Is it better to take out an auto loan or pay for cash? I'll let you debate that one, but I see both sides. If you're able to get a good interest rate, taking out the auto loan may be a good idea. If the interest rates aren't good or you have the money available, paying for it with cash could be really easy on your life and then you don't have to stress about it. But thank you for tuning into this episode where we talked about five things that you should consider when paying for a car. I hope this episode provided you with valuable insights to help you make the decision when it comes to paying for your next car. Remember, understanding interest rates, opportunity cost, cash flow depreciation, and credit score can make a significant impact in your financial life. So be sure to weigh your options carefully before making a decision. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to my podcast and leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Leave a comment on social media or on Spotify, but stay tuned each week for more valuable money talks. Next week, we'll have another guest on, So look forward to that. But thank you for listening to Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. I'm your host, Skylar Fleming. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Money Talk. The Money Talk show is provided for informational and entertainment purposes and should not be used for personal or specific financial advice. Every situation is unique and different. Please make sure to do your own research for your personal financial situation.